Welcome to the Health Unfiltered Podcast. I'm Dr. Rogelio Ralzola, a PhD in health, exercise, and sports science, a strength coach with over a decade of experience in personal, collegiate, and professional settings, and a sports scientist whose main goal is to use testing and data to maximize your health and performance. And I'm Brooke West, holistic registered dietitian, practicing the perfect combination of a functional nutrition, science-based root cause approach, and hippie magic, with areas of expertise in women's health and hormones, gut health, and micronutrient balance. We believe that health is multifaceted, but not as complicated as others make it seem. Our mission is to share what works and what's BS in the health industry, all while having a good time doing it. Expect us to share everything from new research to tried and true health philosophies to alternative health therapies and the occasional controversial topic. Let's get started. Welcome back to Health Unfiltered. My name is Brooke and I am joined with my co-host Robo. What's up? Hello, hello. How are you? It's a beautiful day here in Baltimore. What's it like where you're at? <laughs> it's actually sunny and not rainy, but I'm really wow. I'm really jealous though cuz you guys are going into fall, which is like I need to plan my travel better. Come see some fall leaves. Yeah, I was sitting on my deck the other day and I was like, <laughs> "Oh, it smells like fall." Okay. <laughs> this is good, you know. <laughs> like, We've arrived. Yeah. <laughs> and never once was I like, "Do I want pumpkin spice?" But I was like, "Maybe I'll do it. Maybe I'll do it this year." And sit on my deck and just drink a pumpkin spice latte. Oh, um, my God. I'm not going to lie. I have a friend going back to Canada this week. And she's like, do you need anything? And I was like, it's a PSL. actually, like, I'm going to sound like the most basic white girl. But can you please <laughs> bring me back some pumpkin spice? Like the seasoning because they don't have it here. And I, I just want to make fall desserts and creations. Sure. And oatmeal and put it in my coffee and just feel like it's fall. So calling myself out there. I'm like extremely basic it's fine you gotta live your life you know <laughs> and i would like to introduce our guest today cat uh cat has been an acupuncturist for three years in north carolina we're from the the same area north carolina raleigh durham and she's been running a private practice and she focuses on women's health and cosmetic acupuncture which I'm excited to learn more about both of those. She's originally from the Virginia, D.C. area, which is so funny because that's where I'm also from. So there was a lot of connections <laughs> there that was kind of cool. And she studied in Los Angeles and New York City. Welcome, Kat. Thanks for joining us. Hi, Kat. Hi, thanks for having me. Of course. Now, Kat, do you have a cat or no? I do have a cat. Her name is Tiger Lily. She might make an appearance over here in a oh little bit. <laughs> yeah, she's like a little eight-pound ginger girl. Very spoiled. Oh, so cute. <laughs> so cute. I don't know where my black cat's at. I think she's just on a chair somewhere, chilling out, being a lazy girl. <laughs> it's all good. I'm wishing I had a cat. My smooch has been so bad. Oh, no. Like, she's only like a 38 pound pit bull so she's like tiny medium size i don't know what happened but ever since i went and left for i was in retreat for a week and then i had a pet sitter here and i got a call from my landlord being like hey your dog is on the roof and i'm like what how did my dog get on the roof like she punched open the screens and walked onto the roof above the carport, which is slightly slanted, mostly flat. And I'm like, okay, this was just a freak thing because I was gone. No, sure. she did the same thing a couple days oh. later when I was home. 
what she's figured out how to do it. She's like, oh, this is freedom. This <laughs> she's is like, I'm going to go hang out on the roof in yeah, the sunshine. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, no, you're not. But I, why not? Why can't she? Oh my God. Is my, is my like, first question. Like, what is wrong with her just sitting on the roof sunbathing? Uh, you do the same thing, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Technically, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Free my girl smooch. I wish I had Free an eight-pound cat named Tiger Lily right about now. I'll tell you that, though. She's yeah, been a pain in my butt recently. <laughs> well, oh, cats are That's definitely funny. not as easy as people think because I've had to fork feed her for two days. Oh, <laughs> no. Yeah, she's just like, I don't want it unless you're feeding it to me. So a little Yikes. high maintenance. Kitty. I'd be like, I guess, guess you're not eating. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> You'll get Here. hungry enough to eat from the bowl. I can promise you that. <laughs> Spoon feeding with like nice china. And, like, <laughs> yeah. Nice silver cutlery. She's got like a bib on her. It's like, yeah. Uh, Mom, you dropped it. So <laughs> put it up to my face. Cats, uh, man. Bro, I feel cats. like you have some exciting news of what is up in your life. I do. What um, can you share? Yeah, uh, for those who uh, follow me and know me um, and love me and praise me, no, uh, the team that I work for has made it into the playoffs for this year, which is like uh, super hype. I mean, um, I think I've uh, people know how hard the work is and how long the hours are and like how it's like, man, every other day it's like, do I do I really want to be doing this? What's the payoff here? And to make it to uh, the playoffs and have a postseason is like, it's it's very like validating and like it's a sort of vindication for a lot of like those times where you're like, mm, this is tough. This takes away from life and whatnot. Um, but yeah, I can't I can't talk about it too much. But it's it's been a really great couple days in the org, and uh, I mean it's been a great year. But uh, especially these past couple of days, it's been a great couple of days at home and. Um, yeah, I make, I've been making chaos. Wow. I've been making Casey call me, um, a playoff prince just cause, <laughs> uh, and it's good. Yeah. She's, she doesn't like it. She's pretty over it, but, uh, I'm going to keep doing it <laughs> for as long as I can, <laughs> at least until the end of the season. But, uh, yeah, no, things have been, things have been awesome. It's been awesome here. Nice. Um, yeah. Other than that, life is the same. Still doing a lot of nothing. Or trying to at least, yeah. I know. I'm super excited. Cat said yes to this podcast, and extra grateful when I found out the big life transition you're going through. So, what's going on in your world? So, I'm actually moving to New York City in two weeks. I've been away for like three Crazy. and a half years, so I'm super excited to get back. Um, I've got an amazing job lined up, and I'm waiting for approval on an apartment in the Upper West Side. So, feeling all like very grown up and. I guess I live alone in New York, which is amazing. So. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> they make TV shows about this. Yeah, I mean, yeah, this they is do. pretty epic, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. And I'll have like real air conditioning, which feels mm. like, felt like it was impossible, but I found it. So super grateful. Nice. Yeah. Uh, what are you most excited about moving, I guess, back to New York? I think. Other than just being like a city girl, you know, like the classic. City <laughs> yeah, girl. I mean, I guess being able to walk everywhere and like having accessibility to a lot more things, like a lot more health foods, like gluten-free things or like dairy-free things. Um, 
which like we do have here in North Carolina. It's just less of it. And um, sure. yeah, and just the diversity too. Like I was in JFK a couple of weeks ago and I forgot like how diverse it is up there. I was shocked and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, so I'm excited for that. Awesome. Yeah, it's super cool. What about There's you, bro? so much to do in what's New York. New I love in it. your life? Uh, what's new in my life? I took a week off to do some personal healing work, which was epic. Um, it's always funny. Everyone's like, oh, like, was, was it good? And I'm like, I don't know if you say, like, time off to do, like, really deep work facing your ego and your traumas and is, like, good or like fun but like it, it was definitely it. Yeah. Um, a healing experience for sure and so I've been getting back online and I'm just really excited for this momentum in fall I feel like fall changes things for people even though technically it's not fall here it's about to be more hot summer but it's the <laughs> general vibe of the population especially the, a lot of people I work with are in the U.S. and Canada so it's just like oh it's like back to school it's yeah. getting stuff done the shift in the weather so I'm excited for like all that momentum building and I've been doing a lot behind the scenes on my website. So nothing like super fun forward facing to report, but I've been very <laughs> productive behind the scenes personally and professionally. <laughs> no, that's great. I have noticed a lot of your like Instagram posts have been very like, uh, I guess not like reminders, but just like, hey, don't forget, I'm a badass. This is how we work. This is what I can do. This is what we can do. And it's it's just nice because we, well, you were like MIA for a couple of weeks, and so I was like, oh, it's good to see you in my feet again, you know, like welcome back. back. Yeah, I'm super. This is gonna sound dumb, but this is one of the most things I'm excited about right now is I figured out how to make a really cool banner across my pin post. And so those were those posts I was posting. It's like I shared my story, much more of my story than I ever have publicly. And I shared, you know, how I work and then how we can work together. So now I have this like really cool banner across the three that come, the three grids combine into one photo. So, you know, I've been wow. styling and working on those templates behind the scenes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like, and I hate to say it, that took me six months to do. Like, <laughs> it's tough. It is tough. <laughs> It is. So we do have a question of the week before we dive into chatting more with Kat about acupuncture. Uh, this one is for you, Ro, and I know it's going to get under your skin, but here we go. <laughs> um, I keep like hearing on TikTok and, and Instagram that sitting in a cold bath is going to help me lose fat. Is this true? Uh, yeah, it's, it's always just people always just trying to lose fat, like in the most efficient really easiest way uh yeah so i got asked this question um by uh a player a couple days ago and then brooke you sent me a reel uh a couple days ago that was like it must have been the exact same thing he was talking about because i was like no way there's too many things that are close this can't be a coincidence um so <laughs> this isn't like new at least like the uh the reels or the information or like the sound bites, but there's a lot of talk about how um, sitting in a cold bath, like we've talked a little bit on the podcast about how um, it may be good for recovery, uh, but in a certain sense and how it does limit your ability to like um, increase muscle size, increase muscle strength. So there's always some sort of cost that comes with recovery, but specific to like fat loss, um, 
the belief is that if I sit high, if I sit in a um, in a cold bath for two to five minutes, uh, what I'm going to get is this uh, sharp release of cold shock proteins. I'm like, yeah, that's fair. Okay, so far one for one. Um, what those cold shock proteins are going to do then is they're going to uh, stimulate whatever pathways you're going to stimulate and they're going to uh, quote unquote turn on um, brown adipose tissue. So that's just a fancy way of saying uh, brown fat tissue or fat tissue that has a lot of mitochondria and a lot of blood vessels in it compared to white adipose tissue, which is like normal fat cells that like we're used to thinking about. Um, and that's like kind of true in mice <laughs> and in babies, but not in adults. So um, adults don't have nearly the amount of brown adipose tissue that smaller mammals and babies do um, because when you're a smaller mammal and or a baby, you're trying to like it's, it's you have like a smaller surface area, right? Like you're just this tiny thing. You kind of need more fat on you, more blubber and more things that are going to help keep you alive. Um, so like we don't have that as adults and or we have it. It's just not as it's not nearly as the amount and it's not nearly as active uh, as when you're a child. Um, so even if you were to turn on or whatever you want to call it, these uh, brown adipose, adipose tissues, uh, they wouldn't, it wouldn't change like a lot um, from a calorie burning standpoint. Like you're not just going to magically burn three to 500 calories. Like that requires work. It requires intention. Um, so, you know, it's, it's just when you hear something like, oh, do this thing for two to five minutes, it's going to be better for you than running or doing exercise for 30 minutes to an hour and a half. Like, we just have to think a little more critically, right? Like, how how can that possibly be true? Um, even doing something as energy demanding as like repeated sprints for five minutes, like that is a lot of work. It you know you may burn a hundred calories depending on the work, depending on the sprint, um, and like that is going to make changes. But it's it's not nearly like five hundred calories worth of changes. So. Um, just a word of caution if you are like hearing these things like everything else right like don't buy into the hype understand that a lot of the science behind it is being you know like looked at differently or maybe not as clearly and it's like it's a soundbite for a reason right like people want to hear those things so that they can sit in baths and lose weight without having to you know look at lifestyle changes so um yeah, it's crazy. Dun, dun, dun. The sad truth is there is no quick fix, but yeah. we're going to keep hanging on to hope that one day someone's going to be like, I found the magic supplement. I found the magic one day. insert here. I don't know I'll, why we just hang on to that. You know, I mean, steroids are it, but it's illegal <laughs> and it has a lot of other problems that are associated with having too much of it, you know, but yeah, there's yeah. pros and cons to everything too. Yeah. It's yeah. So if they're just like, Everything is wonderful. No bad side effects. You're like, oh, absolutely <laughs> yeah. not. We're not going down this rabbit red hole. Flag. Red flag. Red flag. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for explaining that. Cool. 
now we're going to talk all about acupuncture. Yeah. And I want to I want to dive right in uh, with the first question of just Kat, share your story and how you came to this work. I feel like a lot of the times there's some, you know, some personal experience that that brings us there, um, and especially when you start your own practice and, mm-hmm. and really create a craft. So I would love to hear your story about how you came to this work. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, I, I did have like a whole path that led me to what I do now, which, you know, at the time, like some of the struggles you're experiencing or whatever, you never, you don't realize that it's leading you somewhere. But um, yeah, I mean, I tried studying nursing twice (laughs) and quitting twice. Um, like I always wanted to work in healthcare. I always wanted to do something where I was helping people, but it just didn't quite fit. And so I actually, the second time I went back to nursing school, I had quit my entire career doing sales and marketing. And I was working a front desk for $12 an hour with a bachelor's degree <laughs> at a clinic mm, doing, been there. <laughs> um, I was at a clinic in Arlington, Virginia, actually doing, um, yeah, they were doing massage and acupuncture there. And I just got like introduced into this whole world of alternative medicine and treating things holistically and like energy work, like things that I always thought were weird. Um, yeah. And then from there, I was like, I just know, like, this is what I need to do. And so I went to massage school and then pretty much right after I finished massage school, I went to acupuncture school cause there was like, I felt like a component of massage that wasn't deep enough for me. Like I couldn't delve deep enough. Um, you know, there are just certain things that are not in your scope of practice as a massage therapist. So yeah, I pretty much went right to acupuncture school and like, I have never known with more certainty, like that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. So I feel lucky in that. I love that so much. Yeah, that's uh, not many people get to say that. Yeah, that's cool. What an interesting contrast too of you're like tried nursing and then all of a sudden this door opens to all of these other alternative therapies. What's the difference between like massage or acupuncture? How would those two vary to someone who really doesn't? I mean, obviously, I don't know a lot about it, but any anyone else listening who's like, huh, how does this differ? Yeah, I mean, I guess from like a physical standpoint, or like just like a relaxation standpoint, it doesn't seem different. Um, It depends on what you're coming in for, I guess. But like massage is very like surface layer, temporary relief of your muscles. Um, And, you know, it does require more, you know, strengthening in certain areas if you've got like postural issues. So like massage is great for relaxing and like feeling good for a little bit. Um, But what I hear from most people that come and get acupuncture for the first time are like, oh, that was different like it was deeper like we work on something that isn't just like local to where you're hurting or like in that specific area but um will like like let's say your neck hurts like I might stick one in your toe and people some people are like why would you do like something down there like they're like I hurt here but it's just like um it's it's much more energetic we're looking at like if you look at it in the Western view, like there are like anatomy chains and it does correlate with those. I just feel like, what did I say? <laughs> 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 I'm like, no, wait, where I, was I, I going? How does 
for sure, for sure, you know, when you hear it, you're like, okay, that does sound uh, very weird. Like, it doesn't make any sort of sense, right? <laughs> but I don't know. Anatomy trains are also, like, yeah, where the muscles connect across the body is, like, it is interesting because I, I, you know, haven't, as a scientist, haven't picked it up, picked it apart enough to be like, well, that doesn't make, like, that doesn't make any sense. But it's like, okay, it makes kind of some sense to me, like where where else can I figure stuff out yeah and especially with like if you look at like myotomes and dermatomes like those things do align with our energetic pathways um we don't necessarily look at it because we don't necessarily take western medicine and those concepts into our theory but if you do compare the two like a lot of it overlines as well as with like other energetic medicines like ayurveda so yeah yeah I mean, as someone who has had like a back surgery, like, yeah, I know when, when my back feels weird, I, my big toes go numb and it's like, oh, okay, well I'm not like, that doesn't surprise me. Right. When I think about like the neural, the nervous system pathways and like how you're, you know, everything is connected to the central nervous system. So it's like, if your brain spinal column, you know, whatever is like, is messed up, like you will feel that other places because like you are one body right mm-hmm. like, <laughs> yeah we are yeah yeah well i think what's interesting too is even the deeper perspective of like yeah we have an answer in western medicine but i love how in the eastern medicine practices it's there's a lot more focus on the energetics of it which i think is really cool too because i don't think we talk about that and i mean you you all correct me if i'm wrong but i don't remember ever being taught those things as a part of the standard like western medicine model that even as a registered no. dietitian, I came up through. Yeah, definitely. No, I mean, I have physicians and nurses and, you know, all sorts of Western practitioners come see me too. But um, I do, like, they do find it fascinating because I, I explain, like, you know, why I'm needling you here and, like, why I'm asking about your large intestine. Like, how are your bowel movements when it's just, like, shoulder or neck pain? Um, and they're And I'm like, oh, that is actually your large intestine channel where you're hurting and oh you're constipated so they'll be like oh my gosh like it really does line up um yeah but we just don't think about that in the western medicine aspect because it's very focused on like that exact location like that muscle and like we don't look at the other parts of the body or any of your organ systems so yeah I feel like the the change in like physical therapy is is coming and it's because like I have a lot of friends who are uh, up and coming PTs like they're practitioners now and um, I see them using things like cups, uh, needling, um, acupuncture and maybe those are the same things I don't know um, to kind of just like like you said like go deeper change their practice to look at it a bit more holistically because for sure, when I was when I was in uh, physical therapy, it seems like forever ago, ten years ago now, um, it was like, oh well, like your back or your ankle, like move how it's supposed to within this like set range of motion. But then you go and try and do other things, and it's like, hey, why doesn't this work anymore? It's like, oh, your ankle is never really like fixed to be able to do that, and you're like, well, what the? <laughs> okay, <laughs> so like. So I have to relearn how to run and walk and squat. And they're like, yeah, I mean, we got you to where you needed to get to. It's like, 
sweet. Yeah. Thank you so much. It's basically like, oh, so I feel like, you work enough. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you work yeah. enough. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> 75% yeah. capacity. He's good. Yeah. Let him go. It's all, it's all he needs. Yeah. We know he's not a professional athlete, so like, <laughs> he, he can get up and down the stairs. Like, it's fine. But uh, yeah, I think that that's like slowly becoming more utilized as like, um, and maybe it's just us looking at it through rose-colored glasses because, I, you know, I have these conversations with Brooke who has a lot more insight to kind of what I call the weirder side of physiology. At least um, call it woo, not weird. Yeah, the weirder <laughs> side. It's all good. Uh, but like, it, it is like, you know, slowly becoming, I think, more holistic and more like a mix between western and then i the other i don't know i don't know what what's opposite of western so you sound like such an american your ancestors are ashamed right now i mean i (laughs) there's american western medicine and there's everything else no i'm just like i don't know what what it's called i just know that we call this medicine or whatever western medicine i don't i don't know what the rest of it is called you know that's all it is (laughs) my ancestors are very proud thank you very much There's so many different things. And I think learning here or living here really highlighted, you know, there's a lot of people practicing Ayurvedic medicine, Chinese medicine. We have different indigenous practices. I've like herbalism from all different regions. It's a little bit different. So I feel like there's this whole other world, but we're kind of taught, uh, you know, most people, unless your parents uh, are really well-versed, well-traveled or from other countries, you're just kind of like, oh, well, like, this is how we do things. And so it's been really cool to learn. Um, so for someone who's never heard of acupuncture or never done it or seen it done, I've seen it done. I've actually never had it done to me. What do you do? Like, can you explain what it is and like how it works and what it does to the body? Yeah. So for someone that would come in for their first appointment, I would just explain to them, um, you know, I am going to look at all of the organ systems in your body and see how they're working. And even if you're having just physical pain, um, we, in our theory, all of these things do correlate because everything is connected in your body. Um, so basically we go through everything you might have, like, does your skin itch or like, do your eyes water easily? Like even the littlest things, um, or like how many times do you have a bowel movement like per day, per week or things like that? And like the color, the smell. So like we do go pretty in depth and for someone who's never had it before, it could definitely feel invasive if they're not comfortable talking about those things. <laughs> but sure. by like the second, third, like fourth appointment, once people start seeing results and they're like, okay, like, and we're used to talking about this stuff now, they'll just come in and be like, oh my God, I pooped on the way home or like. you know like we get very friendly and comfortable with that stuff um but yeah I mean what you can expect during an appointment is pretty much like just to relax I don't want you um uncomfortable from a needle like it might hurt when the needle like obviously just passes through your skin barrier but after that you should either feel like a dull ache feel nothing or like a warm sensation um some, some people twitch a little bit and that's fine. But other than that, like I want you basically taking a nap. So it's restorative. Mm. Um, and it's really great if someone's having like anxiety and they like, they're all wound up. So they just can't relax. Like 
literally being pinned down by needles will just have you <laughs> have your left you on have it. no choice like yeah like relax, you literally yeah. have no choice but to lay still and like and practice breathing and like shutting off um but yeah any other questions about that so how <laughs> deep does the needle yes, go into the skin so it it depends we have needles that are what we call like our one inch measurements are called like soon so like either a half soon or up to like five so it depends on the area of your body we're needling like in your glutes we wow. might use one that's like three to five inches um because it's just the bigger area but like let's say like over your lungs we might go like a half inch deep but there are also like specific training things that we learn with like directions of needles and like depth and like the type of needle you use in certain areas. So it can definitely vary. That's so, so cool. when you say for someone who like, is, so I've had uh, acupuncture done twice, um, all in the, uh, we'll say uh, journey of trying to fix my back back then. Uh, I, I didn't feel any relief, but then again, nothing helped besides surgery at that point. Um, but like, I'm familiar with what the needles look like. Um, I think when people hear needle, right. And when you're saying five inches of a needle are going into someone like that can be pretty like daunting, but it's not like this, like, I don't, I don't know. I like it. There's like a difference between the needle that you like take blood from the needle that you take a muscle biopsy from like how, how thin is this needle, especially if you're like, yeah, we're going to go deep and there's going to be multiple of them inside of you. <laughs> They're actually really thin. I can't remember the actual size of them, but I mean, we do have different thicknesses too, but I would compare it to being pretty close to like a thick piece of hair. So, mm. so pretty thin. Okay. Um, and it's not like we're puncturing a hole in you. Cause you know, if you're getting like an injection, there's a hole where the fluid of stuff needs to come out into your skin. Um, but we're not injecting anything. It's, it's a sterile solid needle. And after I take it out more times than not, you should have no sign that it was ever there unless you do get a bruise, um, which can happen for like various reasons, whether they're on blood thinners or they have other health issues. Um, or I just nick like a tiny blood vessel, which is not a big deal. So, yeah, like I never, it, it was never like I was oozing blood out of my back or anything. There's like you said, there was no sign that I had had needles on my back. I was like, oh, this is strange. It's very <laughs> weird, but they are small. So when you work with people, is there like prep work or kind of like aftercare work or things that you recommend beyond the sessions you have with people? Yeah, it definitely depends on what you're coming in for, um, for things like fertility or like women's health stuff or like menstrual issues. Like there's definitely more work to be done with your lifestyle at home. Um, I do try to give homework, but it's also up to them as the patient to want to incorporate those changes into their life. Um, but yeah, it's mostly like nutritional support, not definitely not into the depth of what you Brooke do with nutrition stuff. Um, but like general guidelines, like if someone was having trouble conceiving and they were like vegan for a long period of time, I would recommend like, you know, 
are you okay? Like trying bone broth for a little bit, you know, maybe like two or three times a week and just see how that affects you. And I have had people get pregnant that way. Um, so it can be just like something small. So stay away from the bone broth. Gotcha. Yeah. So it can be something as simple as that, or like some people meet, need, um, more guidance with like herbal things or like certain lifestyle changes, like not having coffee first thing in the morning. Um, or like making sure they're eating regularly throughout the day. And like, you know, maybe that's why your head hurts or you're having a panic attack at three o'clock. So yeah, it's little things <laughs> about like educating them on things like that. That's amazing. Yeah. I think it, I think it's good when practitioners at least have like this, eye, like, it's really like this bird's eye view of the body when we're talking about holistic health and you obviously have your zone of genius, but it's helpful when you're like, okay, this is, this session is great. And here are some other helpful tips that are going to make a bigger impact that are affecting your body system. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 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 Like sitting in here for, you know, sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. ahead. I was just going to say, like, if you have a terrible diet and a terrible lifestyle, like acupuncture isn't going to fix you. You might get relief that day for a couple days. But if you go back to doing, you know, like drinking five glasses of wine a night and eating all the fried foods, like it, you know, it just counteracts everything we're doing. So it really is a lifestyle medicine where we look at everything in your life. For sure. So how does, so what kind, I guess you specialize in women's health. So what kind of things do you support people with? Like, what does that look like? Um, A lot of women come in actually not even knowing what the issue is, but some have, most of them have like menstrual issues where either they're having really insane cramping um, and some later find out that they have like PCOS or like other autoimmune issues. Um, Yeah. So I just help. And like, well, it ties so much together with everything that it's also, it ties to mental health. So like a lot of women with anxiety, depression, or like just crazy exhaustion. Um, Yeah. So it's just kind of about like in general, like helping women feel better. (laughs) And like our our hormones are so tied to that. So, yeah. So so I, let's say, um, um, you know, I, I, uh, I think I alluded to it a little earlier. Like I am someone who is like, now I got to know like the reasons why things work, right? It's just who I am as a person. If someone comes up to you and is like, uh, you know, like why, uh, assuming like all lifestyle changes, like trying to take all that out of it, like why does something like acupuncture work or like how does it work? Like, can you kind of talk about your understanding um, and like what, you were taught and what you have learned in your experience of like how it works. Cause I mean, it doesn't make sense to me where I'm like, I'm going to get stabbed with a needle and then I'm going to like feel better. Right. But like, <laughs> and I, and I have like looked into the, the physiology of it a little bit and there's like enough where I'm like, okay, this kind of makes sense, I guess. But like, I also understand that we don't have answers to everything so yeah I guess that's a difficult thing with acupuncture is it's very hard to study because even though two people might come in with the same thing it's it could be treated differently and two people with different things could be treated the same way um so yeah it's really difficult to prove in like a research study or any kind of controlled setting um 
but yeah, I mean, like Western wise, I'm not as versed in explaining it in the Western terminology, but it, it is studied and shown that it does like modulate um, your immune response, anti-inflammatory response. And I mean, that is pretty much the basis of a lot of health conditions. Um, it starts from stress, inflammation, things like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, how it works, if you want to hear the Eastern explanation, I can give you I that in a yeah, general I mean, that's, sense. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we have like 12 main meridian pathways that run through our body from like head to toe, fingers all over. Um, and each point has like a specific function and that point connected with or and used in connection in conjunction with another point could have a completely different function. So the way we put our points together um, is for a purpose, like, like one alone, like might be used for like, okay, like your digestion, you're constipated, let's help clear that out. But that used together with let's say another point in your foot is for um, like the general movement of chi or like energy in your body, which is used for pretty much any like kind of pain or like any like stagnation kind of issue um yeah so like while things might feel like you're having a needle put like locally it's a lot more than that sometimes it just happens to be also local with where you're feeling things um sure <laughs> um but yeah did that make sense do you want me to Okay. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> it makes, makes enough sense, sense. Right? I, because for, for me, like, when I when I start to, normally when I, like, start to question certain things, it's like, well, like, in my experience, how does it make sense? And it's the same thing where, like, if I, the bottom, I have flat feet, and it's like, if I roll them out, then, like, my back feels better. How does that make sense? Couldn't tell you, but, you know, I'm well aware that, like, the the way the muscles connect like it there's some role there right i'm not an anatomy uh you know professional um in the same vein like when my lats get really tight my shoulders tend to hurt and so when i roll those out it feels like my shoulder capsules like opening up and i'm like oh this feels so much better but if i was just looking at my shoulder right then i would have been like it's not getting better you know like and that's just from you know, 10, 12 years of rolling out and massaging certain things and figuring out like what works for me and like why things get tight based on my lifestyle, based on the movements I'm doing and things like that. Um, so it's not like surprising, right? I, I, I don't think anyone who has done enough movement work or health work can like listen to this and be like, nah, I still think it's all bullshit. It's like, Okay, but like, you know, if, if you're one of those people believing in cold, you know, like making you lose weight more than anything else, like there has to be some sort of like optimism and skepticism in, in really everything. And I love that you started with like, if you have bad habits and other things like acupuncture is not going to change your life. And I think that like that automatically kind of helps with the validity of it mm -hmm. for someone who's like really questioning it because you're not coming on here being like, ah, oh, I, I got, you got that problem. I can fix it with this thing. It's like, 
no, there's a lot of work that has to be done in general. This just might help that along for you if you've tried other things and it hasn't worked or you're into that kind of thing. Yeah, I think what's most interesting is like there's a layer that we don't study in Western medicine, which is the flow of energy or the chi throughout the body and how that is going to impact your physical health. And so like that's the part I think that fascinates me is where you're like, you know, it's about these meridian lines or these points and making sure that everything is flowing optimally. Like that's probably the part that's extremely hard to measure. I have no idea. I've never looked. Maybe there is a way that people sure, have measured yeah. this or studied it. But that to me, I think, is like the most fascinating piece. Yeah, I mean, they. I think they do try to study it. I think there are some imaging with acupuncture points either being activated or yeah, something like that. If you Google it, you'll definitely see it. But um, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, there's still a lot more to be done in bringing acupuncture into like the mainstream world. For sure. Yeah. Cause I I did look um, in, in prep for, for this, right. Because it's like way outside of what I normally am looking at. Um, But it all does come back to, like you said, the inflammatory response Uh, because I, I looked in some, I don't know if this was a study done at Harvard or just it was Harvard related, but um, they did it in rats and they were like, uh, they found or they were surmising that like when uh, acupuncture was done like in the hind limbs for the rats, like it was more effective than when it was done in the abdominals. And so they went a little further in the hind limb to look at really what pathway sets off a cascade of an inflammatory like response and what that might be. And I didn't, I didn't dig enough. Um, it's interesting to me. I was just like, Oh, maybe I'll say that for the off season when I have time to like dig in, but like, it does make sense to me that there could be some, um, like mechanical movement. So like, like when you flex your arm, right, your muscle fibers are, there's a mechanical tension there. Uh, that might cause a neural response that might cause an inflammatory response. Like it's almost the same thing with like when you're lifting in different orders, but like we need that mechanical tension for things to be released. And so this is one way that I'm like trying to make it make sense and that I can kind of piece it together is like, oh, I'm just forcing a mechanical the movement and that cascade like can still kind of continue. And so now I can release that anti-inflammatory property that helps me to heal better. That helps me to get healthier, um, over time. Right. And as you're doing all these other things, but I think that's kind of where it is now. Um, and I, by no means am any expert in acupuncture, acupuncture research. Uh, but, in the expertise I have, I'm like, I think that's where I can kind of like piece it together. And that stuff makes sense to me. Like it can make sense to me. Yeah. I mean, you might Um, like, um, the e-stim, like, which is like kind of like a tens unit, but we connect it to the needles. I mean, some of the basis behind that is using certain frequencies that do make your muscles tense and release again. And the goal is to teach it to tense and then relax and let go of like what we call pathologies for like any kind of thing that bothers you um 
yeah, you might like looking at it from that perspective. It's it's much more science based, while still being a little woo woo. <laughs> <Sure>. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah no i i do love the the easton i had one for a long time it was like the pad uh but like I, i'm not gonna put needles in myself you know um but i do remember when i got it done they did acupuncture and then they put the stim through the needles is that a yeah thing? we have like these little like clip diode things that we connect to them yeah but also yeah. the sticker the sticker way works too so yeah, I mean, that was, cool. I bought this thing on Amazon. That was hurting. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, maybe this Yeah, <laughs> just make sure you don't, like, turn it to, like, a crazy hurt because I, I. Oh, uh, yeah, but I yeah, did. Yeah, that's, that's the problem. The, is... I was like, oh, I got to feel this. Yeah, like, more uh, is not better. It's, like, making me turn. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I like that's what it's supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. So I did look up that imaging you were talking about, and it's super cool. They use infrared imaging, it looks like, for a lot of it. And um, mm. it looks like they've actually done studies and like how it impacts cancer patients and how it can help with all kinds of different things. But it's really interesting because they'll show before and afters and the before will be like so much red, orange, yellow. And then after it's like the cooler colors, it's the greens, it's the blues. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. There was a lot that I was like, oh, before and after. Yeah. It's, it's um, a lot. I also want to hear more about what cosmetic acupuncture is how does that work and what is that yeah so the cosmetic acupuncture also is full body acupuncture it can be intense um, because it is full body face and body acupuncture um but basically we're working on the meridian lines that go again from like your toes and your hands to your face and the organ systems that do affect aging like your spleen your stomach your gallbladder or at least for us affect your aging um yeah so we're basically just like clearing out those pathways tonifying them if they're weaker or um dispersing other channels if they're like overactive and helping rejuvenate your face that way but it also does do like a local collagen stimulation in your face which takes 28 days to really start stimulating so it is like a 12-week series plus maintenance um which can be a lot but if you're looking for a natural non-botox way to help with anti-aging and aging gracefully (laughs) yeah it's definitely a good option um and we also do microneedling as well which is kind of like a med spa thing now um and that is definitely more mechanical and like local to your face I think there's a lot to be said about how like, like when you press on, let's say your like arm is cold, right? And you like rub, you rub it and it gets warmer. Like, yeah, you're creating friction, but also blood is rushing to it. It's like, oh, okay, I got to heat up over here. Like you don't just kind of get hot, something happens. Um, And like, I know that um, Therabody just came out with like a face massager. And at first I was like, what a silly thing who would buy that. But then I used my massage gun on my face and I was like, wow, this feels so great. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go and buy one because I already have one, you know? But I was like, oh, this feels so relaxing. So there are times where I'm just laying in bed and it's just like on my face. Like, I don't know why, but I'm like, this feels really good. And uh, like, what I feel is Rose like- Rose anti-aging secret. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's not doing well, uh, by the way. Uh, yeah, but I mean, like, there's there's a lot to be said about, like, 
one, it's it's a time where I'm like, I'm generally just like laying down, trying to relax. Um, but two, like blood gets rushed to that area, right? And so same thing with like, I imagine when you stick people, maybe it's not the right term, but like when you stick people, right? Like blood is inherently like, oh, I have to go there. I feel something. Um, and so the flushing of those channels, like you get the, uh, you know, like proper um, immune response to what may be perceived as like a negative, right? Oh, I'm getting stabbed or there's something outside of my body coming in. Um, but that like, that's where I think that like, quote unquote, flushing comes from because it's just like, oh, more blood over there. And now it's gone, right? Like we can kind of take all those metabolites and wash them away and spread them away. So it's not just like in your face or something. Um, so that's always kind of cool thought to like, oh yeah, that's why, that's why that might be. Yeah. But I definitely don't recommend using the massage gun on your face. <laughs> yeah. I used to try it though. You absolutely She's should like, try this it. This is not endorsed. No, no, no. By me. You gotta yeah, do right. it. I, not like, by me at least. Think, of, think about how like, how, how nice a like face massage like feels. Not just amp it up a hundred times and you're like, oh, this is no, so No, this sounds better. awful. Yeah, I'm like, that's no, so it's so good. <laughs> no, you, you, you don't have to try it. Uh, it'll I think I'll just go get like maybe a facial or yeah. like some microneedling. Yeah, I mean, you can do that, but I already paid my gun off. And so I can just, you know, like it's it's free. It's free at this point. So wow. <laughs> not to worry about it. Oh Aggressive. Yeah, listeners, do it and let me know what you think. Because <laughs> oh my God. It, uh, please do it on the lowest it'll change your life. if you do do it. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. Yeah, define what works for you. Yeah. Is this the next TikTok challenge or something that I was going <laughs> to <Yeah>. create? <laughs> it is kind of weird, the stuff we do for anti-aging. And I definitely did Botox. I started Botox really young. I want to say I was in my early 20s. Yeah, I was in my early wow. 20s. But I had grown up watching my mom do it and like every single woman I know in Northern Virginia, Washington, D.C. I'm sure Kat knows what it's like. <laughs> it's almost like a a political mini LA or something. I don't know. Um, so I started doing these things really young. And then when I was 30, I stopped. And so that's been interesting. Also then to kind of revamp even the things I'm putting on my face and like thinking about holistic beauty and, and the ways I can go about doing things. So I love that there's other options that, you know, we can try. It's nice also just to feel like you're taking care of yourself and treating yourself. And I like to do those things, but I don't yeah. want to get Botox or fillers or put a bunch of chemicals on my face that are not the best to absorb. Yeah. And yeah. it's definitely I... about aging gracefully. Like you don't want to look like you're like all pulled tight and like be like 50 and look like you're 25 and like unnatural. <laughs> so yeah, it's just about enhancing like what's already there um, and making you appropriate for whatever age group you're in or, you know. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, like uh, just lean into the fact that you're 60, okay? Like, uh, <laughs> that's fine. I think there is something to aging gracefully, though. Like, I think you can look beautiful and look your age. Like, my grandmother's, yeah, of um, I think she's 90, but she looks maybe 60. But she's she's just aged naturally and taking care of herself. And, like, I'm, but she's beautiful. And I, I think that's the secret, which is probably also just a lot of lifestyle stuff, right? Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, so I think some of it also has to do with like when when you're when you're young, right? Like you see other young people and you're like, okay, this is how I have to look. And 
then as you grow older, like, you kind of notice that, like, everyone around you is, like, all your friends are kind of the same age. And you're like, oh, okay, this is what people are supposed to look like or, like, can look like, right? And then, you know, you go on Instagram, TikTok, and, like, anyone that has, like, a, a million followers and, or billions of followers, like, they're all younger, very beautiful looking, whatever. And when they're older and have not as much money, it's like, oh, this is what a normal human looks like. Like, we just kind of get used to seeing, you know, what, like, that we have to stay young, whatever. But there becomes, like, a, a switch at some point that I felt kind of recently not to get too personal where I'm like, man, you know, like, of course, when you're, like, 18 and, like, younger, you're like, yeah, I want, like, a young, hot girlfriend. But now it's like, I'm 30 and, like, like you're <laughs> too young and you're, like, 20, you know? It just feels... It feels weird and it just doesn't look real to me because, like, all oh, the people I interact with, like, all have bags, all have something. Like, there's a lot of there's a lot of life that has been lived that's like really cool to talk about, and it's not just like, oh yeah, I, I'm a freshman in college. You're like, okay, that's, <laughs> we don't know anything, right? <laughs> like, that's crazy. Yeah, our so, our faces yeah. tell the story of our lives, so. Had a rough life. <laughs> <laughs> there a gun that you're taking to your face. What do you no, mean? No, that's, that's keeping it young. That's keeping it young. <laughs> okay. Just constantly beating the shit out of my face. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know, you know, you shared you're just about to move to New York City, but can you share like where people can connect with you either online or if people are in New York City, like where you're going to be and how people can schedule with you? Yeah. So I actually will be at Dynamic Sports and Physical Therapy. Um, It's a boutique physical therapy practice. So we do one person at a time, completely catered to you, individualized approach. Um, and which, which is how I practice. So I'm really excited to join another group like that. Um, and we'll be in Midtown Manhattan, right near Bryant Park. And I can be reached cool. on my Instagram and my website still. I also have my acupuncturist email active. Um, and you can always message me through there or call the front desk at the physical therapy group for booking. We, we have that stuff in the show notes, but can you um, like say you're at and then also your website oh yeah it's at the acupuncture s like e-s-s and then it's nice i love it www.theacupuncturist.com oh, okay so if you just like google search the acupuncturist both should pop up yeah or my fine. name and it should pop up too so okay nice i feel like that'll be a really fun transition in New York. So how does that work at the practice? Like basically, uh, like let's say Roe comes in. He's a good hot mess example. His back is messed up. Wow. I'm just, <laughs> I'd love to tease you. Great. Um, great. So like <laughs> basically there's a bunch of different practitioners and you guys can kind of all plan and work together and then customize what one person needs. So it's separated actually. So, well, actually I will be the only acupuncturist there eventually. We're transitioning nice. one out and I'm coming in. Um, Best one in New York. <laughs> there you go. Um, but there's three physical therapists, so that they do their own thing. We refer to each other. Um, but if we do have crossover patients, like we'll, you know, go over your charts, discuss whatever the patient is experiencing, and then 
like you, most people don't know what acupuncture does so i'll just do my thing uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but it's um yeah it's a small group so it's really nice there's no like i don't think anyone will get lost like it's it's they care a lot about taking care of the individual making sure like we're, no one's rushing and um yeah Okay, so I have yeah. a question. Let's say I heard this episode and I'm like, wow, I am intrigued now. Like, I think I want to try this. What do I look for in like a reputable acupuncturist or something? Because inherently, right, like, oh, someone's going to stick with, with needles. I should probably look into this a little deeper. Um, but like, uh, you know, what, what what are things that like someone should be looking for so they don't just walk into like an old mall that has this like random shop that's like, oh, we do massages and acupuncture. And then you have some skin disease because <laughs> they don't wash the needles or something. <laughs> well, we never, we never reuse needles, so that shouldn't be an issue. But well, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know if the, the old mall shop does or doesn't, you know, <laughs> how do I make sure they're legit is my question. Um, well, you'll want to look for their like state license and they should have it posted on their website or um like their national licensing which is the ncaom not that's not required um so that would just be an extra thing and just to see like you know make sure they went to an accredited school somewhere in the u.s somewhere in asia i mean location doesn't matter just accreditation um but i think the most important thing besides their education is doing like a free consult with them either on the phone or like a brief you know video call or something because what matters most is like the vibe you get from each other because it's so much about like energetics you want to make sure it's someone that's going to match your personality or like has the right approach for you um and that you feel comfortable with so i think that's number one cool yeah no that's great insight right because you can be the best at putting needles in someone but if people feel weird around you then why would you yeah why would you let anyone do that yeah i mean i can say <laughs> yeah. for sure you know there there are definitely people that probably have not liked me and come once and never come again and then there's others that are sending you know their entire family and friends so yeah the energetic like exchange between you and the other person it does really matter a lot yeah i think it's that's how it really should be for all health professions especially yeah. i guess those of us who do holistic work and we're getting to know each other and asking a lot of questions like about your bowel movements and your stress and your home life and all, and all the things um, yeah. you want to feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, we're, we definitely can't be for everyone. So um, I think it is good to like find someone who will do a free consult and have a, a good resonance between the two of you for sure. Yeah, definitely hear their voice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't want someone like, yeah, I'm about to put these needles <laughs> in you. You're like, all right. No, not, not that. It's not how you can uh, get a lot from someone's sound. <laughs> I know. If I if I heard that, I'm like, I'm good, man. Uh, you already know. You're like, this is a no for me. I just picture like Simon Cowell with his clipboard on yeah. American Idol. Yeah. It's like row, like nope, next. <laughs> Absolutely not. I gotta trust you to put needles in me. You know, uh, that's fair. 
Cool. Well, before we wrap up, is there anything else you'd like to share, Kat? Anything else about acupuncture or this next chapter of life or anything else? Yeah, I would just say if you're going to try acupuncture for the first time, um, I would be patient and give it some time and follow your practitioner's advice as best as you can um, and really just trust the process and like give into it rather than doing it twice and being like it didn't work. Because it is, it, it's not like taking a pill. It, it takes time. How long would you recommend consistency-wise? Like, do most people go every month and you should give it at least six months? Or, like, what does that look like? A lot of people come in weekly in the beginning. And this, again, depends on whether you've got, like, an acute issue or chronic. If it's more chronic, then I recommend weekly for probably close to 12 weeks or more. Um and after that, you kind of start tapering down like you would in like therapy where you go to like every other week. And then eventually the goal would be to just have you come in like once a month for maintenance, which is what most people end up doing. Um, but there's definitely never any harm in going every week forever as well. Awesome. Yeah. At first I'm like, that sounds like a ploy. And then I'm like, well, at the same time, I tell people to exercise every day, every week. So who's the real point here? Uh, That's great. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule as you're like getting ready for this awesome life life change. (laughs) Yeah. We really appreciate you. Thank you for having me. I'm so glad you even thought of me. Of course. I I think we're trying to go to New York in uh, the winter time just because we're finally up in the Northeast and it's pretty close. So I'll be sure to pop in and get, maybe not get stabbed, but just meet you in person. I'll show you my you know? office. We'll do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Just baby I'll steps. Show them what the needles look like. <laughs> I've had it done before. I'm not, you know, but in the face, I'm like, oh, that's kind of weird, but I'm I always it. I feel dying. really good, actually. I'm, I need yeah. to find some good practitioners here in Costa Rica. I'm sure there's lots. I'll do do my little consults. <laughs> you can walk up and down your little... everyone here is a healer of some kind a intuitive guide some type of (laughs) practitioner of something it's fascinating yeah that's amazing good times i want to come do your little whatever it was like the two week in your cabin thing (laughs) yeah Yeah, the one-on-one retreats i'm so excited i've got um i've got someone coming (laughs) soon she had to have surgery so we had to move it but I'm so excited because now I'm really in the community and it's, it's funny. I'm almost like your concierge health guide, fairy godmother. (laughs) So I'll host you and cook with you and take you to all the good local spots and then connect you to all the practitioners that you need uh, for your own healing experience. So I'm super stoked. (laughs) It's going to be really fun. Yeah. That sounds amazing. That was awesome. Yeah. You let me know how that goes, Kat, and then I'll decide if I want to go. So. (laughs) awesome well thank you on that note Ro would you like to take us out yes of course favorite part Uh, cue that music bye y'all peace out everyone thank you for listening to the health unfiltered podcast make sure to follow us on your favorite podcast platform rate the podcast and share this episode connect with me Dr. Alzola on Instagram at ROI health For more details on all things sports and human performance coaching, visit GetROIHealth.com.
You can find me, Brooke West, on Instagram at westnutrition.co. For all the ways we can work together on nutrition and holistic health, visit westnutrition.co. And don't forget to send us your epic questions of the week on Instagram at healthunfilteredpod. Catch you next time.